Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumb Cast. In this, the high noon of season five, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every goddamn page of MT2, the Weird Weird West, the second in a trio of time travel adventures for TSR's Marvel Superheroes RPG. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. The Weird Weird West was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 50 of The Weird Weird West. We're just about wrapped up with chapter 28, Time Amok, the last chapter of this story. We talked yesterday about what's going to be the final challenge of this adventure, putting a bunch of historical events in chronological order for Einstein, who apparently got sunstroke walking across the entire state of Kansas in 114 degree heat and has forgotten all historical facts. Yesterday's page contained the text side of a page full of cutout cards to be used in this puzzle, this this task, this exam, this ordeal, this exit exam at the end of the role-playing module. On this page, we have the other side of those cards, the side with pictures. Throughout this season, I have been pretty hard on the author of these modules, although I've also liked a lot of things, but, but you know, generally I've been pretty critical. Despite the fact that the artist has distinctly failed to accurately depict the characters, again and again and again, I've been pretty easy on the artist because the artist has certain qualities that I enjoy and, you know, a general feeling of lightness and joy whenever I look at these pictures, because every moment that I'm looking at the pictures in these books is a moment that I'm not reading the text in these books. For that, at least, I must be grateful. Today's page is different. There is no text here, just pictures, the pictures that the artist drew on the back of these cards. I worried for a moment that there might not be something dumb here for me to point out, but I needn't have been concerned. The writer managed to fuck up even a page where he didn't write anything, and the artist fucked up too. All right, let's start with the proper order of events per page 51. Quote, number one, dinosaurs die out. Number two, signing of the Magna Carta. Number three, crusades end. Number four, conquistadors kill the Incas. Number five, pilgrims land at Plymouth Rock. Number six, French and Indian War. Number seven, French Revolution. Number eight, Franco-Prussian War. Number nine, Spanish-American War. Number 10, Freud authors his theories on the unconscious. Number 11, James Joyce writes Ulysses. Number 12, Jesse Owens wins his gold medals. Number 13, the first man lands on the moon. Number 14, Galactus invades Earth for the first time. And speaking of disasters with lingering consequences, number 15, Bush is elected president. Here's the thing. These events are not exactly in the right order. Uh, one of these cards, Freud authors his theories on the unconscious. You might think we've seen this event before, but we haven't. We saw Freud publishes his theories on the unconscious. Freud was done authoring his theories on the unconscious in 1897. That was before the Spanish-American War. So those are pure historical events that are just straight up out of order because of the wording. Freud's book wasn't published until 1899, but it was done in 1897 before the Spanish-American War. A perceptive test taker might pay attention to that wording and, and try to figure out exactly what is meant by it. The illustration for the card has a fucking Rorschach test on it, which is way later in a different person. Once again, how these characters looked at, I guess, a procedurally generated image of a Rorschach test, and were like, aha, Freud authors, as opposed to publishes, his theories on the unconscious. Got it. Let me let me sort that into order. I have no idea how this is supposed to work. The other problem here has to do with Marvel Universe chronology. It was probably a mistake to put Marvel Universe events on this list. I understand the impulse to do it. It emphasizes that we are in the Marvel Universe in a fictional timeline where there are major historical events that everyone would think of as historic. 
that didn't happen in real life, like the invasion of Galactus. And if you've got somebody at the table who potentially is on the younger side and potentially is more of a comic book fan than a history major, they'll be able to contribute. They'll know when the Marvel stuff happened, right? Wrong, because no one knows when Marvel stuff happened. It's extremely confusing. The allegedly correct chronology has number 13, the first man lands on the moon, then number 14, Galactus invades for the first time. Okay, in real life, Galactus first appeared in comic books in a story in which he invades the Earth in 1966. That is, of course, before the real-world moon landing. So if we're going by pure, unmodified real-world chronology, the date of the first Galactus story and the date of the actual moon landing, this order is wrong. Now, if we've got savvy and exceptionally patient test takers, and I'm referring here to the players, but it wouldn't be appropriate to refer to them as players here because they aren't really playing characters, they're taking a test. If we have very patient and observant test takers, they may want to know, are we doing the sliding time scale? Because Doctor Doom is supposed to be from 1968, as we mentioned, right? But the text says that's a couple of years into his supervillain career. According to publishing history, not true. That's like seven years after he first appeared. But I guess the assumption is that the timeline is condensed, although not condensed in a coherent or useful way, but nonetheless condensed. The events of the 1961 comics are assumed to have happened a little bit later, now that time has moved on, to condense the timeline, so that the earliest Marvel comics didn't happen like 28 years ago, as of the release of this module. If that's what we're doing, then that obviously moves when Galactus invaded Earth, right? It moves it up, possibly past the moon landing. But we don't know how much or even if we're meant to condense this timescale. So uh, there's really no way for the judge to confirm or deny that the Galactus invasion is moved after the real world moon landing. And in fact, that's not even the right question to ask. The right question to ask is, in the Marvel Universe, who is the first man to walk on the moon? It wasn't Neil Armstrong. Although, what is apparently Neil Armstrong in a real-life spacesuit with an American flag planted on the moon is depicted on the image for this card. Nonetheless, if you read the text, it says the first man lands on the moon. In the Marvel Universe, that is not Neil Armstrong. That is Ivan Krygoff, the Red Ghost, and his super apes, but apes, even super ones, are not men. Ivan Krygoff and his three super apes launch themselves in a rocket in a deliberate effort to gain superpowers like the Fantastic Four. So they basically did the same thing the Fantastic Four did, except they did it in a, a transparent greenhouse-like rocket ship and just fucking riddled themselves with cosmic rays. They did all get superpowers, and they did all land on the moon. Now, they were in a race to the moon with the Fantastic Four, but they definitely got there first because when the Fantastic Four got off their rocket ship, they were attacked by a super ape. I guess I can't confirm from memory that Ivan Kragoff actually stepped out of the rocket ship before the Fantastic Four actually stepped out of their rocket ship, but I feel if you land your rocket ship on the moon, you've landed on the moon. You do not have to have both feet touch the moon. This is not the Royal Rumble. If we accept that in the Marvel Universe, the first person to walk on the moon was Ivan Kragoff, that happened in an earlier comic than the comic when Galactus invaded the Earth. So no matter how much you slide the timescale, it's always going to be Super Apes, then Galactus. It's never going to be Galactus, then Super Apes. Not only would that make a mess of continuity, but it would also be bad pacing. As any entertainer knows, you don't go from Galactus to Super Apes, you go from Super Apes to Galactus. So what did the author mean? Again, we look at the illustration, and it is not definitively a picture of Neil Armstrong, but it is definitely the recognizable image of a real-life person in a spacesuit putting the American flag on the moon. But then again, the illustration on Galactus's card has a giant fucking Galactus with the Earth floating in front of his face, like he's about to open his mouth and jump for the Earth and catch it in his mouth like a doggy treat, uh, when in fact, 
when Galactus first invaded Earth, he was roughly 12 feet tall. Either the artist used his Class B artistic license on this page, and this is meant to be just like, this is what it felt like when Galactus landed, which again, I don't know how Doctor Doom's machine is producing this metaphorical image, or how the characters are intended to interpret it, but okay. Or, as I increasingly think likely, the artist may not have been familiar with comic books and may have simply been told, there's this one time when Galactus tried to eat the Earth, draw that. And he was like, okay, well, here's Galactus. And then hanging in front of him, looking delicious, is the Earth. Hope he doesn't eat it. That's a superhero story. And it is. It's just not this superhero story. So let me just point out, if you put these events in the order of Galactus invasion before moon landing, on the basis of the art depicting the real-life moon landing, not Ivan Kragoff and his super apes, and you pay attention to the wording of the question and put Freud's authorship of Theories of the Unconscious before the Spanish-American War, you will get four events out of order, per the official answer key on page 51, giving Einstein a minus 20 on his percentile roll to save the universe. But don't worry, you can improve his role by spending karma. Say goodbye to your last shreds of XP for this bullshit. The author fucked up the answer key, and you're going to pay for it. But above all that, beyond all that, you know, we've really built a precarious tower of carefully deduced bullshit here. But down at the foundation, the rock-hard kernel of incompetence. Allow me to direct your attention, and I'm going to put this entire page up on the visual companion. Patreon.com slash Megadumbcast. A free post. Go there. Look at these cards. Look at the art. The card in the middle column, second row from the bottom, is art depicting James Joyce writing Ulysses. It's a close-up on the face of a man, presumably Joyce. He's wearing glasses, and reflected in those glasses is the cover of Ulysses. It reads, Ulysses by James Joyce, unreversed left to right. Just as though you were holding the book in front of yourself. If you don't know anything about comic books, it's all right. I love comic books, but I know they're dumb. If you don't like them, it's fine. If you take a commission to draw comic book art for a role-playing game, it'd be great if you could make sure that you're being at least basically accurate. But if you don't want to, like, I understand, probably this job paid fucking nothing. Okay, okay. But look, you don't have to know one goddamn thing to reverse the text reflected in a reflective surface. That is a pure and simple and just profoundly dumb mistake that has the effect of encouraging us, uh, maybe to our benefit, to just relax. None of this, none of this works. None of this is real. None of this is right. None of this is true. This whole thing is fucked up. I mean, the very first thing written in this book was that we were seeing Dodge City in 1871 when Dodge City didn't exist. This book's author doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. This book's artist doesn't know what the fuck he's drawing. Who then is this book to judge me? No one. I will judge this book. And the dumbest thing in this page is James Joyce's miracle glasses that reflects things right side around. Join me next time when we move slightly back in the chronology of this adventure to discuss the final confrontation with Dr. Doom and his henchmen, remember them, and then leap forward to discuss what will undoubtedly be a satisfying resolution to this whole mess on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact me however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. This episode's theme music, used under Creative Commons license, is Western Firefight 2 by Kula, whose work you can find at kula.com. That's C-U-L-L-A-H dot com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>